what is up ladies and gentlemen what a fantastic time to be alive man i am so grateful for every day i can wake up and excel as a human being and i hope that you all feel the same just wonderful opportunities out there welcome to constructing the beast i am your host darius riddick aka riddick the lion and wow and welcome to those of you that are tuning in for the first time, this is one of the greatest movements out there that are dedicated to just creating a better, dominant, more devouring, ass-kicking society. For those of you tuning in once again, welcome back, family. Welcome back. Thank you for so much support and so much love, so much tenacity in making this movement happen because, let's face it, without you, none of this would be possible. Wow. You know, first things first, the mind is the greatest tool, the most amazing, most resourceful, most useful tool in your arsenal that you will ever carry from cradle to grave. And just like any great tool the mind is made up of different components that make it great and just to name a few they are passion perspective and purpose you know i'm i'm such a big fan of you know higher spirituality and your mentality being the strongest thing you have because without a strong mind you are weak no matter how much weight you can lift or what you can do and being able to bulldoze any obstacle that propels itself in your path is where the true power lies but what i want you all to understand is everything and i mean every single thing no matter how big or how small or how unsatisfying or how circumstantial the situation may seem every single thing happens for an ulterior reason you know just the other day i was speaking to a group of my fellow resiliency trainers and we usually start off the day with saying one thing that you're grateful for and when I sat down in class, I thought about it. Man, there's so much that I could be grateful for. You know, and then it clicked. The one thing that I was grateful for that day was the acceptance of my peers and the fact that when I was late, I wasn't berated. I wasn't looked down upon. You know, I wasn't yelled at. But they accepted it because they knew that it had to be for a different reason, that some other underlying reason had to be for why I showed up at a time other than when I was supposed to be there. And the truth behind it is, just minutes before that, I would say about 30, 40 minutes before that, I was rushing, trying to get myself together. I wanted to talk to my brother. I wanted to send off message, finish emails, make breakfast and do so much. But the crazy thing is, I didn't even feel like I was in a rush because I knew that the people that were waiting on the other side will understand that there's other things that happens in people's life and sometimes you just don't make it on time because time is not in your control. You just manage what you do during those moments. But as I'm on the way to this course, you know, I see a car that had overturned, literally roof on the ground, wheels in the air, maybe 20 or 30 minutes ago. 20 or 30 minutes in a time frame that if I was on time, if I had did everything right, if I had woken up on time, if I had gotten to, you know, talk to my brother for, for less time, if I had made my breakfast, I did every single thing right in my eyes that I planned, that could have been me. 
I could have been in that accident because I would have been in a rush. But what I'm trying to explain is every single thing, no matter how it seems, happens for a reason. Because as I was on my way down this strip, you know, I'm, I'm getting upset. And I'm like, man, I should have did this, I should have did that, I could have did this, could have did that. And then I saw the car and I was like, man. Man, that's unfortunate for that person, but that could have been me. And that's the way we have to look at our lives to a certain extent. You know, every phase of your life, every step you make, you know, every point you get to, there's a certain grouping of people, there's a certain person or a certain event that happens in that point in your life for a reason. It's a test. Life is about testing. Sometimes you think you want something. Sometimes you think you want to be at a certain point or you don't like the point you're at because you want to be to somewhere else. But life sends you certain people and it has certain events happen in your life in order to test your faith, test your will, because you don't know if you can handle a different situation until you experience your current one. But it's all about the action that you make in those moments that really defines your character. But really, you gotta ask yourself, who is the person behind the action? It's the essence of your actions that defines you. Not what you have or what you achieve, but about what you do and how you do it. A lot of people claim that they wanna help other people, claim that they wanna be a beacon for hope, that they wanna be a beacon for excellence. But what is their true intention? Their true intention may just be money or to sap people of their life force. Your actions have to be genuine. They have to be pure. If you wanna achieve something great, your actions have to match your intentions or you're just gonna be going through this vicious cycle where you can't figure out why you're not making any forward progress it's because your actions do not match your purpose. And you know, the real problem with that, the real problem with some people is a transaction. You do something, you make something, you push something and you want something in return without doing it with true intent, with true value, with adding some value to the world. You, all, you don't get what you want in return and automatically it puts you down. People no longer wanna do that thing. And you know, it's unfortunate because you do things right, but you don't do the right things for the right reason. Your purpose is an essence going that extra mile, making that little point, that reach out. It has to be for a genuine reason. That genuine reason has to be a lot bigger than just you. The moves you make are always bigger than just yourself. The moves we make are just bigger than us. When your purpose is intact to being bigger than yourself, to being tried true, to being with great will and great purpose, the circumstance does not matter. Too often we find the situation, the external situation is changing what our purpose is, the weather, the people we meet, the situation we're in, the job we're in, the financial situation. And all of a sudden, our purpose is different. The mission should always be the same. People say they want something, okay? You know, it's, in, it's incredible. It is absolutely incredible how people say they want something so bad, so bad they do anything for it. And all it takes is their circumstance to change. Weather changes, relationship status changes, financial status changes. And all of a sudden it's like their word they kept to something that they want to do is forgotten. Like something else has changed because the purpose was never really true. 
there was some malicious intent behind it and now that the, that life isn't ideal, it's all of a sudden different. I remember when I was explaining the difference between fame and notoriety and you know, it was about five, six years ago and I didn't really understand it. It took a lot of, a lot of learning, a lot of experience to understand that fame you know, it's, it's when people know you, you have a name behind you, but people don't quite understand what it is. They just know of your name. But notoriety is when people know your worth. They know what you bring to the table. They know what your message is. They know what your purpose is. They know what you're about. And that's where the worthiness comes from. But you gotta demonstrate that. A lot of people just want to be known or have nice things without being nice themselves or knowing their own worth. If you question your value, how can others see you are valuable? Then it's when you do something and people don't, it clouds your judgment as if it was any different from all along. The mission wasn't true. You didn't find yourself worthy. And now you expect people to want to buy into what you're believing in and know your worth, but you don't even have it yourself. It don't work that way. Then all of a sudden you forget what you stated a while back when you thought you had the right mission or what you actually wanted. The problem is that it's not that life is unfair. It's that life has the ability to make selfish people forget why they started doing something. You know, their purpose was untrue. So now the path that they were on, that they're trying to be on is clouded. You know, it's really, really easy to spot selfish people. Truly it is. Take a look. Their only focus is on themselves. It's all about me, 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 me. How life is unfair and all this other stuff. They forget what they actually wanted because their purpose was never what they actually wanted. Their purpose was never true. The essence, the bigger picture. When your will's the same, the purpose remains the same. If you want something bad enough, life will challenge your will. And if you are selfish, life will always seem unfair. You'll always be unhappy. It'll always be difficult. But when the purpose is strong, when the purpose is at the forefront, the true purpose, there's clarity in the chaos. Can you handle when things don't go the way you plan? Only if your will is strong, your faith is tried and true, and the purpose is the right one. People say, I can't wait to get this, or I can't wait to meet my soulmate, or get this amount of money, or get this position. Ooh. Mm, mm. Okay, but if you don't, then what? Because our character is not defined in our moments of success, it's defined in our moment of failure and our ability to come back from that failure and be even better. Help someone else that might have been in that same situation. But your essence says it all. Your character is determined by those defining moments after your failure. But in that failure, your purpose is still the same. It's your willpower and its maneuvering ability. The redirection is where the growth is, where the passion is. It's what leads you up the hill. When you find what your direction is, when you know your purpose, you gotta take yourself more seriously. People 
can't take you seriously if you don't take yourself more seriously. You want to dream big, okay. You gotta take yourself seriously. You fortify your faith and take your belief with you every step of the way, keeping that purpose at its forefront. You know, growing up, I was that tiny kid that was about 80 pounds soaking wet. You know, real skinny, had a huge head. Kids used to call me lollipop. You know, I always got made fun of, beat up, stuffed in lockers. But I always had this dream, man, this dream of being a bodybuilder. I remember one day walking down the street and I picked up this little postcard and it had a picture of Arnold on it. And I remember thinking, man, I would love to be like that. Maybe people will respect me more. Maybe I wouldn't get made fun of. You know, maybe I would have some friends. And it took years, man, years of sacrificing days, not going out, you know, trying to find those friends, you know, trying to do other things that a teenager would, trying to do all kinds of other things to keep myself out of trouble and just going to the gym, reading this, reading that, talking to this person, getting made fun of some more, getting remotivated getting down on myself, getting re-motivated, and doing it over and over and over again. It was that persistence that got me to a certain point where I knew that there wasn't gonna be anything or anyone that stopped me from being the greatest bodybuilder there ever was. You know, I got to a certain point and I used to just work out and do things for myself when I finally thought I was getting somewhere. I was getting biceps and I was getting the girls and you know, in reality, I was getting nowhere. When I finally started making some way, I wanted to keep it all to myself. People would ask me questions. I wouldn't share nothing. People would ask me, oh man, how you get like that? Oh man, like I see you doing that workout. I don't even want to hear it. Man, where were you at when I was getting stuffed in them lockers, man? You won't know where to be found. You know, I felt like that way for a long time. I had a chip on my shoulder like I was a man, like nobody could tell me anything. I swear all those people who told me I would never be a bodybuilder, I would skate and prove them wrong and be the best. I was so quiet, making moves. I was selfish, looking down on the world. I wouldn't even think twice at quote unquote them, you know, small fries in the gym. Who was I? I was, I used to be one of those. I, I, it was up to them to get to where I was. I had to do it with nobody else, with nobody else's help. You can do the same. Man, until one day. I remember it so vividly. You know, I was away from my family overseas and it was Thanksgiving night and I had no one else to be with because you know I was so selfish and I didn't want to be around other people. So I went to the gym, the only place where I felt like it was truly home. And I never forget, you know, it was myself and one other guy. And man, this guy clearly didn't know what he was doing in the gym. You know, he was really small. You know, he was doing all kinds of exercises and basically he was getting nowhere. You know, it really seemed like he was struggling. And you know, I look over and I man, got a little smirk and I laugh at first. You know, and it, it continued on for a while. The guy looked like he was just getting frustrated. Looked like he was going through a lot. And you know, my little laughs eventually turned into concern. You know, I. For the first time, I started feeling bad. And I was like, man, because I thought back to little me and I realized like, man, that guy was me. I used to struggle like that. And I can only imagine what people used to think of me because I'm pretty sure I looked worse than that dude did. So 
something that had never happened before happened that night. I took off my headphones and I stopped my workout and I went over to him. You know, I introduced myself like, hey, how you doing, man? You know, I see you over here and I just want to help out a little bit. The guy kind of just looked at me, he thought I was joking around. I'm like, nah, man, I'm serious. Like, let me help you out. So we we start working out together. You know, I talk him through some stuff, show him the things I know and help him out. We chat for a while and at the end, you know, we, we finish out. And as we're leaving, you know, he stops and looks at me. Kinda shakes his head, looks down, looks back up at me, he got tears in his eyes, he hugs me. You know, he said, thank you. That's it. He walked off. And that was the last time I ever saw him. You know, until about 10 months later, and <clears throat> you know, I'm walking through the airport on my way out, and I hear somebody yell my name, I'm like, so I turn around, and there's some guy, you know, he looks pretty fresh, you know, walking towards me, looks good, like a full face. And I was like, man, who is that? Who is this dude walking towards me right now? And he got closer, and I almost didn't recognize him. It was the same guy from about 10, 11 months ago. And man, he looked like a completely different person, had filled out, like he was eating well, like he was doing good, no bags under his eyes, like life was treating him right. So we sat down and got to talking. And he told me that day that we spoke almost a year ago, he contemplated killing himself. He was sure of it. He said he was 100%, man. He was so frustrated that he just wanted to take some anger out so because he, he didn't know how other way to do it. So he just wanted to get in there and try something different or do whatever he could. And But that was going to be it. He explained to me that so much had happened to him within that short period of time that he felt like that night was it, that that was his lowest point, that there was no going on. There was no point. He was so hurt, so lonely, that that was his only option. And all it took was a friendly face and someone to just be genuine, to show him, you know, there's still things worth living for no matter how bad it gets and ladies and gentlemen that is a great message to you that that is never the answer there's always something to live for because you have a purpose and the purpose is always great everyone has the potential to do amazing things it's all about staying tried and true and focusing on that purpose and no matter what is in your way no matter what is in your face no matter what obstacle no matter how big or how small it may seem, no obstacle, no weapon, no person, no situation, no circumstance formed against you shall prosper because you have the potential to do something great. And you know, at those moments when we realize that the purpose is bigger than just us, you can't put a price on that. Because just like me, I felt like I didn't have a purpose. But it was because I was selfish. I was always about me, 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 me. Until that moment with him right then, I didn't realize it was so much bigger than me. It took the essence of selflessness and faith to provide clarity in my life and make me realize where my true direction should be. Faith is a process that moves unseen. 
If you are going to have faith and talk to God, go all in and go bold. Because your purpose is only measured by you. Your limits are only measured by you. And if you can imagine it, so you can make it happen. Because someone has. And if they can do it, you damn sure can too. So take the time and take a stop. And look at the influence you've made, not just in your life, in the life of others. You can't put a price on the impact of others. It's not always about preaching. It's about living it. You want people to love you? Love yourself first and show it. You want everyone to respect you? Respect yourself first and show it. You want great things to happen? Okay. You have to be great first and demonstrate that. Not just for you. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than us. But for other people. Even in adversity, when you're well out of the mood, your words were when you when you said them. You have to stay tried and true because everything is a platform. Even when it seems like you step down, you will step back up because everything is a platform. It's provided to do something incredible. When you think it's your time to be called, what will you do if the answer is no? Now this is rhetorical. Because if your purpose is the forefront, if you keep that persistence, if you keep that faith, your why will remain the same because you understand it's a lot bigger than just you.